to solve this murder. I'm your detective, Bill. And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Danny. We're on part three of The Hairdresser Homicide. In part two, I spoke with Marley Fenwick, who corroborated Pearl's recount of the day and also suggested that the business might be inherited by Liv's next of kin. We learned that one of Liv's celebrity clients came in yesterday, reclusive designer Fiona Sainsbury, who was the last client of the day. And in investigating the scene of the crime, Detective Bill noticed the smell of a cleaning product in the air that was strongest in the office section. Okay, so where I'm at with my investigation at the moment is I've arrived on the scene, I've surveyed the scene, I think about as much as I can. And uh, I've talked to the two people who were there, not including Johnny Cools, the great <laughs> police officer who was also there on who the scene. Is, is he the one who's currently off? Uh, you sent him off just to do a little bit of investigation into that yeah. company that, that sent over the hairdressing supplies? If I didn't, let's say that I did. Yeah, you sent someone off to I do that. I sent someone off to supply uh, to look at that hair supply company. Who was the hair supply company? Did I write it down? No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, good. I think you just called them Longcom and left it at that. Longcom, I think so. Um, so those are not the only people I have leads on, though. I've got these two new characters that the investigation can expand outwards to include. And those two people are Liv's long-term rival, but former co-worker, Maddox, and Fiona Sainsbury who was Liv's client, who was there yesterday. Things were obviously happening yesterday, right? Like, she died. She was there dead in the morning. So it feels more like a yesterday thing that led to this. I don't know how long the body would have been sitting around. Uh, maybe if we get an autopsy, we can get an idea of the time that she was killed. Mm. I don't know. Uh, like, did somebody rock up in the morning, kill her and leave? Who knows? But... Yesterday, she had that mysterious thing where she went out, which she doesn't usually do, to follow up on a, on a package delivery to say, oh, it was cancelled, what's going on there? And also, she was seen by the, her client, Fiona Sainsbury. So she's a definite lead. Of the two, I think Fiona is a better thing to follow up on than Maddox, right? Like, the idea of you vaguely have a rival compared to here's a person who saw you the day before your death... <laughs> Probably go for the more concrete, saw you before your death. So um, I'm going to use my capacity as a police officer mm -hmm. to get... Uh, An underling to make some calls? Well, yeah. Or just drag to get, them in? Just to get contact information uh, that I can use to get in touch with Fiona and say, uh, Fiona, I haven't used my French accent yet. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, Fiona, uh, this is uh, Detective Bill. I would like to uh, talk with you about... Uh, investigation that is going on. Uh, I'm uh, investigating a murder. I will not say who. I do not want to give it away, but uh, if you could come and talk to me down at the station, uh, that would be very helpful. All right. Uh, you, are you making this phone call yourself or are you having an that underling? Was that was word happened? word the exact thing that I made Johnny Cools do. Oh, okay. That's why the French accent <laughs> isn't as good as it usually is. Okay, gotcha. That was Johnny. I said, he said, right. hey, do I, do I just call him? No, no, Johnny, Johnny. That was in no way Johnny's voice. Sorry. But sure, sure. No, do yeah, I just yeah, call I'm him? I'm with him. Okay. Johnny Cools. So what happens as a result of this, you sort of watch him, but you're doing your own thing. So you're not watching too carefully, but you see him on the phone and he, uh, he, he gets a frown that deepens the longer the call goes. This and is how he does the accent. It's not a very long phone call. And after it, he comes oh. up to you and he says, Oh no, she did. Sorry, detective. Uh, this is a little weird. She did. So I talked to her assistant and uh, he claims that 
Fiona Sainsbury does not go out to get her hair done. Has Ooh. never done that. Has never heard of hair amazement. What? Oh my, wait, what? That's not, that's even juicier than dead. So, she was reluctant to get involved in this investigation. Because she has no idea how it pertains to her. What? Okay, wait. So who told me it was Fiona? That was, um... Check my notes. That was Marley who said... Mm -hmm. She was certain, though, wasn't she? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hold on. Just really quickly. Can I ask Pearl? Mm -hmm. Hey, Pearl. Yeah? Uh, do you know, uh, there was a client who came in yesterday to uh, have her hair done by, uh, by Liv. Oh, the afternoon one? Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, do you know who that was? Uh, it was, what was her name? The designer, right? The, uh, Fiona Sainsbury. Yeah, that's the one. He said, leading the witness. Um, you're sure it was Fiona? Said it was. She said it was Fiona? Who, who, who said it was I Fiona? Liv or? Everyone. Everybody? Uh, yeah. She did? Liv did? What, what, what do you, was And you, did you watch her get her hair, she said she got her hair done, Liv worked on her hair? Oh did they... yeah, they were there for ages, having a good old chat. Uh, yeah, uh, that was about it, really. Um, what? Pearl, and there's no Pearl, cameras. Pearl, let, let's assume that Pearl, Pearl has some immense hair knowledge. She goes into great detail about what hair procedure was being done there that I do not have the capacity to tell you. That's fair. Um, okay, Beyond that's... Botox treatment, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's the only hair treatment Danny knows, <laughs> is Botoxing your hair. That's the one thing she's ever... She's never been to a hairdresser other than to get her hair Botoxed. <laughs> Um, okay, so they're both very certain that it was Fiona Sainsbury, but she is claiming she does not get a haircut there, and she refuses to talk to me? That's about it. Is it... Can, do, I any, do I have any say in the matter? Can I arrest her and bring her in? Like, surely I can talk to this person. It's a murder investigation. People can't just say no. <laughs> can they? Have we all just been agreeing to comply in murder investigations when no one needs to? Yeah, Johnny calls grimace and go, grimaces and goes, look, uh, as far as I can tell, she wasn't easy to get a hold of, by the way, and it's going to take us a long time to reach her recluse manor out in the middle of nowhere. Um, look, I, you can't even find a picture of her on the internet. It's not like we're going to be oh, able to oh, what? just go and grab her. Oh my gosh, you can't, f no one knows what she looks like? Oh, I mean, I didn't look hard, but... It wasn't like photos of her showed up everywhere, no. But like, is that in general? She's a rec she's a recluse. Is that generally a thing? What do you mean? Is that generally well, a thing? As in, like, if a random person mm. rocked up and said, "I'm Fiona Sainsbury," mm. would everyone be like, "Well, we have no way of knowing if that's true because we don't know what she looks like." Maybe you are. Tell me two things about Fiona Sainsbury that only she would know. My birthday is in October, and last Christmas I was given a pet donkey. And they say, oh, well, I mean, if we can't disprove that, she must be Fiona Sainsbury. Is that how it goes? Johnny Cool sort of looks <laughs> baffled, but goes, I mean, I guess it's not impossible. Wow, okay. So maybe, oh, where's my picture with pins in it? I'm, I'm, I'm adding to this pin. Fiona Sainsbury. You're just writing the word not above it? Imposter? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. That's wild. Is she an imposter Fiona? Pretending to be Fiona to... I wonder if Liv... I'm going to say it doesn't feel 
right, that someone who runs a salon and is involved in fashion so heavily would be duped by that, right? It feels like Liv wouldn't be duped. Maybe she would. I don't know enough about her dupability. But it feels like maybe that's her and this person's joint cover. So, like, they're doing some shady business. And she goes, no, this is Fiona Sainsbury. Don't worry about her. Um, that's a slightly different dumb person voice. Thank you. Um, and everyone's just like, I guess that's Fiona. And that, uh, we'll, we'll stay quiet about it. But it's like a double thing. You get them to stay quiet by saying it's someone famous. But then also when they reveal it, you know it's a lie. So you hide their identity as well. Oh, that's so interesting. And Fiona just, out, I can't get back to her. She just outright says, I've never done that. I've never been there. Yeah, you can't even get in contact with her. Her assistant is the only okay. one that does all the What talking. I will say is I will say to um, uh, 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 Pearl and Marley, mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, look, um, I'm just, in the course of my investigation, I'm going to want to talk to everybody. If you do see uh, the, uh, the Fiona again, mm-hmm. if you see her, can you, can you give her my number and have her call me? Uh, tell her sure. it's urgent and tell her, please tell her these exact things. Say... Inspector Bill says he knows. And then give him my number. Sure. They both look at you a little confused, but <laughs> largely, especially Molly, who has more experience here, with a bit of an expression of fat chance. Like, without Liv around, her clients are not going to come okay. around. Can I dress Molly up like Liv and put, have a stand in the window going, it's me, Liv. Oh, Please come. I'm a definitely a li- <laughs> I live much like my name. That's terrifying. You know, okay, this is not coming. This is not. Uh, also, it. I'm like 14 years younger than her. I'm not that old. You're a you're a makeup artist, maybe. Nope. Put some put some fake wrinkles on. <laughs> you call that murder victim live mm. in this one, mm. and the last one you called her V for victim. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to call the next one? Questionable. Un- <laughs> the unstabbable was been stabbed. <laughs> so I don't know where that. Fiona thing is going to lead me. I, I think I agree. I don't think she's lying now. I think that wasn't the real Fiona. So who's the fake Fiona? That is a question. Everybody at home, remember the question, who's the fake Fiona? And when we have that answer, we'll all, that's the mystery. That'll solve it. That'll be the, that'll be the key. That'll be the loose thread that unravels and ruins the jumper. <laughs> so in that case, I have to put that to the side. I'm going to follow that up later. But it's, a, it's just a question that sits above the investigation, floating around, mocking me like some kind of evil poltergeist. But instead, I'll talk to Maddox, I, I guess. That's my right. other lead to talk to. Yeah, you already found out. Uh, it was Pearl who quickly found him on the computer yep, and looked him up, and deets. he was very easy to find. Mm-hmm. So you give him a quick call again yourself or Johnny Cools. I'll call this time. All right. Uh, so you pick up. Uh, he answers... You give him some amount of information to spiel about it, and he says, Look, I'm very busy, but if you insist, I suppose I can look the place up, look up the little shop and come by. Of course. Uh, Wait, do I want to talk to him here at the shop? I don't know, do you? Is that a good idea? I'm sure there's some there's some bad form there to invite people to the scene of a crime to talk to them. <laughs> it's okay, the body's gone. <laughs> I feel like that's not... Not the done thing, but you know what? I'm a rebel without a cause. You're more than welcome to go to him if you prefer. Why don't we meet at... Let's meet for coffee. Let's have a chat in a, in a cafe. That happens in things. Mm-hmm. Meet at a cafe. I'll order, I'll, order the, I'll order the cake. I'll order the best damn raspberry pie you've ever had. 
And some and a good sure. cup of coffee. All right, sure. All right, I will meet you at uh um Jenna's diner. Jenna's diner. In precisely twenty five of your mortal minutes. Oh my god, he's a vampire. Uh, yep. All Wonderful. Right. Thank you, Maddox. Uh, I'll talk to you there. All right, cool. And I head over there. I don't you've think got, I have anything else to do here. You've got a little bit of time, uh, so you hang around, just get this, a few things done for 10 minutes or so. Then as you go to head out the door, mm. you reach the door at the same time as someone else is coming in. Fiona. It's a man. Ah. A man, maybe 30s, early 30s. Oh, okay. I, I just damn, I just wrote Maddox in my notes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to- You used up all the I'm space. I'm going to have to rub that. No, because I don't know how long to leave for Maddox. <laughs> So I've got to rub it out and write this man's name. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, uh, excuse me, sorry, uh, did, you, did you have business here in the salon? Um, I, it's my my sister, uh, Liv, I heard. Um, Your Liv's I, brother? Yeah, yeah. You've, Who, you, uh, I'm police? My name is, my name is Inspector, yes. My oh, name is Inspector Bill, I'm the lead investigator, what, the lead what? invigilator on this, on this, um, uh, case. Uh-huh, so what happened? I... <sighs> Like, I've heard, but I don't know. Sorry. Yes, look, look. Uh, your sister uh, was found dead. Uh, she, she, She's uh, look, clearly, uh, it seems the, the prevailing theory at this point is that it is a murder. Oh, wow. Um, um, I can't go too uh, much into the details, uh, but it does mean that uh, we'll have to have her body for a few days to do some tests and, uh, and, and examinations. Um, in the meantime... Uh, if if you and I could talk, I'd very much like to talk to you. Uh, well, I don't think my parents, I should go home and uh, probably tell them, I suppose. Uh, yes, yes, of course. If you'd like to um, call them now, you can, but I prefer if you didn't go. I would I would like to call, talk uh, with you now. Okay, okay. No, it can wait. That sounds like an in-person thing. Have you ever Perhaps. done that before? Is it better that way or is a phone call okay? This is the first time I have ever told somebody that somebody else is dead. Oh, God. Okay. I've ne- oh. I've, I'm sorry. I've never done it before. I felt like you broke it to me quite gently. Maybe in-person is the way. I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll sure. stay here. Uh, is there any... If you'd like, can I, I could... touch anything? Is there anything I shouldn't... Yeah, any, please don't touch anything. Um, In fact, you know what? I'll, okay, I can be here. Look, there's a, uh, there's a second Jenna's Diner. It's a chain. There's another one just across the road. Why don't we sit down? I'll get you a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or a hot chocolate. Okay. And we'll talk it over. And then I'll get... And then, look, in 25 minutes... I'm in, Well, 20 minutes, I'm going to have to leave because five minutes down the road, there's another Jenna's Diner <laughs> where I'm meeting Maddox. Um, so uh, that, does, that doesn't concern you. But I'll just say we've got about 20 okay. minutes to, to get through the conversation. Good luck with... um. Maddox, I don't know who that is. I. No, that's perfectly fine. What was your name? Sorry. Anthony. Anthony. This is Anthony Sachs, the guy who wrote "The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat." That's Oliver Sachs. That's Oliver Sachs. <laughs> oh, she's Olivia Sachs. Okay, I, I see. That's where you stole. You stole the name earlier, and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I did not notice I'd done that. <laughs> I have her as Liv in all of my notes. Well, she's Olivia Sacks. <laughs> the woman who mistook her head for a Ouch. knife rack. I don't know. That's horrible. <laughs> Isn't it great that this is fictional, so it's not unethical oh, to my laugh? God. I still feel unethical. I feel unethical <laughs> laughing about these fictional characters. Okay. Anthony Sacks. So, all right, I'm going to sit down with Anthony. Um... And wait, is that right now or after Maddox? Right now. We're talking oh, okay, now. sure, okay. We're spe- we've got twenty minutes to talk, and then I've got to go five minutes to the other Jenna's okay, diner sure. to talk with Maddox. <laughs> That's what's happening. Cool. 
Okay, so you head down to Second Saks. Yeah, this is... Uh, sorry, no, Second Jenners. Yeah, this is the Jenners that's right outside. Not okay. the one where I was meeting Matt. Yeah, okay, across the road. Um, so I, I, I sit with Anthony, uh, get him a hot chocolate, and I say, all right, Anthony, um, I have a few questions for you about mm -hmm. uh, your sister. Uh, do you know if there's anybody who might want to hurt Liv or, or, or cause... Any, anyone she's had a, 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 a rivalry with some, something, some animosity that you know of? Oh, I mean... She was, she, she's my older sister. She's the most abrasive person I know. But anyone specific for anything like that? No, no, I have no idea. I know that she can be a bit tough, a bit set in her ways. She definitely has some very strict ideas about stuff. And uh, what do you, any specifics? Oh, uh, money things, really. She likes to consider herself really good with it and kind of judges people if they're less good with it, I guess. Now, Anthony, when but you say people, I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to yourself? A little. Were you in business with Liv at all at any point? Oh, Were you involved? God, no, I don't know anything about the hair stuff, no. I just, look, I, I've tried a few different things. I'm an independent business owner myself. How has that been going for you? Look, generally, fine, but you know how it goes. There, are, Well, maybe you don't. I don't know if you've ever tried it. There are ups, there are downs. Mm. So you've got to take chances. The whole spend money to make money things, only sometimes the making money doesn't. Um, so she didn't think that was good, but... Did you ever borrow money from Liv? No, no. No. Did you ever... She wouldn't. She wouldn't let <laughs> she you? She wouldn't. Um, now... Anthony, I do have a question. Do you know what... Anthony, I do have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you know what happens to Liv's business now that she's passed on? The colour... Oh, it's not right to say that. I don't no. like that. Now that she's dead. The colour drains from his face just a little bit more than it was already. And he goes, oh, God, do, do we get that? Mum and Dad and me? That... They... I mean, they're... They're, they don't do business stuff. They're 90 years old. Um, How old is this guy? 33. Okay. Well, no, dad's 90 years old. Okay. Uh, Mum just, well, she, I mean, she sort of aged with him a little bit, if that makes sense. So she's not, but it feels like she is. Um, they wouldn't know anything. Would it, go to, would it go to me? I'm sort of closest, I guess. Look, if it goes but, to her, she, she didn't have a partner, anyone that she may have included in a will or anything like that? I mean, not that I know of. She didn't have, like, a boyfriend or a husband or anything like that. Um, Secret wife? Is your family, would your family be accepting if she had a wife? Oh, uh, again, my parents, they probably wouldn't even notice. Mm. Uh, they, I can't imagine that she'd have done that. Like, she was open enough. She liked to brag when things went right for her. I can't imagine that she'd keep something like that secret. Mm. I hope it doesn't come to me. I wouldn't have a clue what to do with that. Oh, man, he seems really worried that this business is going to him. It looks like it is, right? It looks like, basically, he's an Kind of. It would be wildly irresponsible to give it to their he parents. He will get business. I'm just going to put that here. Okay, well, what is that? He's going to get the business. How do you run a head, a hair? Look, I'm sure you'll figure it out. At the moment, Hair Amazement has capable staff. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to handle the day-to-day -day runnings. Is that a thing I can do? I, I can just... 
Tell Look, them to do it? I'm a, I investigate murders. I'm not a business manager. But if I were your business manager, I would say trust in the expertise of Marley, the assistant manager, uh, and Pearl, who currently works there, and don't feel like you need to get your hands on the reins. I mean, okay, that sounds easy. That, that sounds okay. I can do that. Unless, of course, you murdered your own sister, in which case I'm going to have to take you in. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I didn't. Okay, so well, that's don't, good. don't do that? Well, that's wonderful. If that's, if that's true, then you'll be fine. Okay, great. If it's not true, you're going to jail. Oh, no, it, it's, I mean, it's true. And then I the management didn't. is a moot point because you'll be in prison. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. But I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's not true. Do I need to prove it or something? Oh, um, if you can, that would be lovely. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. Do you have an alibi? Where were you today? Or yesterday? Uh, uh, she, she was killed yesterday? Well, I don't know. I haven't got a time of death. But she died. She was found at, in the morning at about 9am. She, she would have been dead. <laughs> you hope. God, unless someone killed her during that time. I haven't really thought about that. Maybe she, They said that they got there. That she wasn't moving. She sat there all day. Maybe she was fine. And then, and then, like, then just, like, Marley walked across and killed her quickly at, at 11. I don't probably, know. Yeah, probably worth having some forensics really I, get I a probably handle should. on Well, her. hopefully we'll get the but autopsy. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's what I'm waiting for. I need to, I'm not going to... I have no concrete... To, she, look, she, she died at some point. Where were you yeah, this morning and say, yesterday? That'll get to you after Maddox, presumably. Sure. Okay. Um, no, no, yeah, like, I, I mean, no, I, I haven't been around here, I never come around here, I, I, yeah, no, like, that's my only alibi, I don't really... Sure. Um, do you know anything about, the, the you, you don't seem to spend much time with your sister, you don't know about the clientele here, or, the, or anything, the, oh, did you business, work at all? No, not a clue, it mm. all goes right over my head, which I used to joke about, because, you know, hair head, ha <laughs> ha That's not a good joke. Sorry. I hope your independent business isn't comedy. No, no. What is your independent business? My my dream is interior design. Interior design. Yeah. Now that does nothing to do with Fiona Sainsbury, does it? She wasn't an interior designer. <laughs> no, was she was okay, a fashion good. designer. Yeah, you know, like taking big fancy houses and doing the cool little renovations on them, add a mirror to the wall to make it look twice as big, that sort of thing. But it's hard. Don't Wait get a me minute. Wrong. What did you did you just hide a hint in his conversation? I don't think so. I don't think that's I how this show works. So. <laughs> I check behind the mirrors <laughs> in, the, in the room. Yeah, it's, is it's, this is hair basement twice as big as it really is because <laughs> the behind the mirrors? This, no, now that it's been said, I go back to hair basement. I say, wait, wait here a moment. I go back to hair basement and I check behind the mirrors. This is, is all it, getting cut. Is there a secret? No, it's not. Is there a secret warehouse behind there the mirrors? There is not. Okay. I just needed to check. Okay. I'm back. All right, so he keeps going. And so, you know, it's obviously difficult. Like, these sorts of things, they're expensive. Renovating is hard. It costs, like, 20000 minimum for a good thing. And, you know, with the environment, the economy, you know, the economy, the yeah, way the it is, it, it's tough. So, really, you want to get... You want to get the big name people so you can get your name out there and say, hey, I I did Roger Moore's house. No, Roger Moore died, didn't he? That's a bad example. Um, you can think of another actor. Think of a different Bond. Go for a different Bond. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um, um, I don't think I've never watched them. Uh, Lazenbray. Mm, yeah, Lazenbray. Lazenbray says. Okay. Um, just a quick aside, if you could just drink your... Just start slurping your hot chocolate mm -hmm. really loudly so you can't hear this aside, please. Cool. That's an interesting point. Um, Anthony, can I ask a question? 
Uh, yeah. Stop, yeah. stop sipping your hot chocolate so loudly. Oh, okay. Um, no. <laughs> put it down. Oh, Anthony, put it down. Sorry, sorry, it's very comforting. Anthony, why? You said before that you never come around here. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't. What brought you here today? Well, I mean, Liv, I needed to find out what... Yeah. How did you hear about what happened to Liv? The, the people who work here called us and we came straight here. How did you know? He gets a very distinct deer in headlights look. And then his shoulders slump a little. He instinctively goes back for the hot chocolate. And he says, Uh, okay, um, yeah, I, I, I got a text telling me. Um, a text? Yeah. Do I have to say who? You must. From whom did you receive this text, Anthony? I think you probably already know. Fiona? Who was playing with her phone? Pearl had her phone the entire time. From Pearl? He nods. What's your relationship with Pearl, Mr. Sax? Uh, we, um, we see each other. Sometimes. A little. Nothing serious. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's, yeah, we talk, we chat, she's cool, but it's nothing serious. And like, it's not, it's, it's not, okay, it's a little bit about Liv. It's not about Liv. Um, not really, not like anything like that. What do you mean it's about Liv? Uh, <laughs> Are you going out? Does she ask you questions? No, no. It's... Did you help her get this job? No, not at all. Did you murder Liv? <laughs> Well, then tell me. I, okay. So I, I was just saying my client, it's, I need clients. It's really hard. And Liv has clients. She has really famous clients. And I thought maybe if I could get some of their details, uh, I, I could get my foot really in the door here. I was about to follow up on the clients thing. Mm. We came to it the other way around, but I was going to say clients, like the ones Liv has. Mm. Did you ever pressure Liv for her clients? Yeah. So I was going to get here, but... <laughs> Did you ever pressure Liv for her clients, or were you using Pearl to get the lists? Liv never gave me anything. She'd do the opposite if she could. I, there was no way I could possibly ask her. And then when I met Pearl, just by coincidence one day, it, was, it seemed really fortuitous. She just had ways of knowing things, even stuff like the secrets that Liv kept really tightly like her clients. Pearl just knew these clients and who they were and where they came from. It was amazing. So yeah, I I asked if she could give me some of those. And yeah, she didn't want to. Like she she's not that sort of you person. You don't need to defend her. But she You don't need to defend her. No, what I'm saying is she hasn't told me anything yet. What did she then how do you know that she knows these things? Well she told me that she knows, so she just hasn't passed on the information so that I can use it. Did you come to any kind of agreement about why? Like, do you expect her to hand over the information? It, it wasn't like a business deal. We're just being friendly. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, jumping out of here for a second in my head, mm -hmm. jumping into my mind palace. Anthony's inheriting the, this business now. He seems worried about that. He knows that Liv was killed because... He has an existing relationship with Pearl, who he is trying to get to give him information about Liv's clients. Also, he said he needed a bit of money to get the business started. Perhaps 
within the inheritance of this place, he'll either have the income base or sell the business straight away to give him a start in his dream business of interior design. So at the moment, he is benefiting a lot. Presumably, having access to her files might also give him the full list of all the clients and the clientele. Maybe if he runs the place for a while, he will then be able to meet all those people. As of now, Lib's death allows Anthony to succeed and live out his dreams. He now has income stream and an inbuilt connection to all of these rich and famous people. This is perfect for him. If all of this is a an act, right? So he has a lot of gain. He's gained a lot from this whole thing when we're talking about motivation. He's a bit shifty. Didn't want to tell me about Pearl. Didn't want, you know, he's a little bit, you know, uh, on edge about the whole thing. But again, his sister has just died. Can I check his phone to see when Pearl sent him the message? Was uh, it when I was looking at her and we were talking? Yeah, sure. He doesn't deny you anything at mm. this stage. Uh, you take a look and yes, there is a message okay. from Pearl that was around the time that you Great. sent her so off. So that doesn't give me any new information. But if the message had come at 9am, for example, mm. alarm bells. You do see one other thing there. Yes, what else is on the phone? Uh, you see some previous messages that, yes. from Pearl talking about meeting up, just like, hey, I'm outside or whatever. From yesterday. From yesterday? So he says he wasn't around. <gasps> Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. If you want to try your hand at solving this murder yourself, send your current theory in to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com and you may end up on our wall of detectives. A special thank you to Jared, Devon and Wit from the podcast Advanced Sage Russian Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.